Slip Angle Show. I'm Austin Cabot. Um, I'm Adam Jabay, I guess. I'm Abe Schmucker. Uh, oh, hi, Abe. Sir. I'm Derek Yarbrough. The gang's all here, man. Yeah, man. It's a nice cold night uh, everywhere we are, so we're doing a podcast because everybody else in our lives is asleep. The uh, the average temperature of the podcast um, people right now is pretty pretty damn chilly. Yeah, where is it? what is it by you, Austin? Uh, it was like sixty five today. I broke a sweat at one point. It was negative twenty one <laughs> here. <laughs> Uh, it was minus 15 here. Hey. It's so cold. We were about 50 in Texas, 55. Yeah. Like that. So the average the average temperature is actually not that cold. I mean, it's, it's still like in the 30. 20s or 30s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um, coldest I've ever been in is 18. Wait, 18? Like, just really? 18? Not negative 18, just 18. Yeah, just... It he's might talking... be 18 degrees when you come to Road America... Or, uh, Mid-Ohio. Mid-Ohio, dude. <laughs> Maybe. Derek, Derek was... Derek wasn't talking about temperatures. He was just talking about this uh, the standoffish chick that he was with one time, and she was 18. No, just the coldest <laughs> he's ever been was when he was 18. Yeah, what, the coldest he's ever been in. Yeah, good thing my wife doesn't the, listen to this show. Yeah, how's, oh, how's everything been going yeah. up there in the uh, the big, deep freeze that is going on in the Midwest right now? I took the day off of work, so you know shit was real. Polar vortex. Jeez. That's when you know it was yes. real cold, when is Adam that, doesn't go your to work. Fir- your first day at home, not working during the week since, like, what, 1990? It's been a while. It's been a long time. Uh, Don't there's lie. Not much, you went, you went not to the grid life office and did a bunch of stuff. Yeah. No, I didn't go there. I did. I actually did a bunch of grid life work from my house. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to go work on my race car, because... That's what I want to do right now. And I got a ton of stuff done. Was it weird not working on it at like 1 o'clock in the morning? It was weird. It was weird not being sleep deprived. And now it's 10 o'clock and I still feel accomplished in the race car realm. I think it's looking good. I I discovered a problem last week with with that. Um, Nobody that I ever know has ever put on Civic SIR spindles, which are the, the JDM and European cars that came with the B16. Uh, on an EF, nobody that I know has ever put those front spindles on. I don't know on, on a US EF, and it turns out that the toe links, uh, like the tie rod, uh, inner tie rod and outer tie rod that you run to those in Japan are shorter. And some US racks, uh, uh, steering racks, you can use the the US tie rods, and some you can't. Um, and it turns out that the the short tie rods that you can, that you need for that are like unobtainable. Uh, unobtainable. Uh, unless you like live in Japan, and even then they're hard to get and they're expensive. So not at O'Reilly's. So, no, you can't go Damn. there. So uh, kind, of, kind of the common thing to do is to shorten both the inner and outer tie rods uh, one centimeter so that they can thread into each other more. You know. Um, so I spent about two hours doing that today. I put new inner tie rods on the car, and then I spent well probably about an hour doing that, and then. Then about an hour roughing the alignment in. So like right now it looks like it's aligned. It's close, and I got to play with the camber a little bit. And I built my, uh, I set up my platforms to keep the to get the car level. And uh, yeah, I'm getting how, close to doing a string alignment on the how car. How did you make them shorter? Uh, with a with a fancy tool that I have called a sawzall. <laughs> Very scientific. I would I would yeah, probably it, ma- uh, make an extra just in case. Uh, it's a Tyra. It's a big old hunk of forged steel. Yeah, but steel. you like you might bend <laughs> one in an event, and then your SOL. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. 
Yeah, you don't want to be stuck. And you know what I take to you know what I take to your events? sawzall. A sawzall. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Um, it, it's and and the tie rods are like the same tie rod for like I think you can use newer Civic tie rods. You can use whatever. Although I have but, a feeling if anything happens yeah. to Adam's car at an event, he's just gonna park it. It's going on the trailer yeah. because I'm organizing the too event. And I'm too busy, busy to fix my junk. Um, but yeah, it it uh, it's got uh, it's it took a long time to like set the ride heights and like get camber close to what looked right and uh yeah it's it's been a project it just getting the i've i had this is like the first time i've like started from a tub and like put all the suspension on um usually i'm like all right i'm just gonna change the front and then i just do a toe alignment or i'm just gonna change the rear and i just toe alignment and it's a crappy crx so i rough it in what do you like, what do you this do car, using I'm actually gonna, for your alignment uh, yeah. Abe got it. It's, I deserve that it. one. <laughs> it took me a second. It took me just a second there. Yeah, I I pronounced the top of a house oddly, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm 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 pretty stoked about it. I and I got a bunch of the little tiny piddly stuff done in the last couple of weeks. Austin, but, uh, have you seen his car on yeah. those white wheels? I have. He's it got looks it freaking awesome, now. man. It looks great. Oh, the things are are sick. I'm s- the OZ Ultra Forge, which is like a wheel that I've never seen before, and when I saw them on uh, on, a, on Facebook uh, Marketplace, I think uh, linked by one of the Ramblers buddies, I was like, I'm gonna buy those right now because those will be perfect, <laughs> and they and they are. So how, yeah, don't mess them up because they're impossible to find. I, I searched. Yeah. How do you like having uh, only one yeah. race car now, Adam? Dude, it's so it's different, man. <laughs> There's so much room. I can like put the car down on the ground and not have to push something outdoors. It's it's very it's I I like having it mainly because I could buy like the next thousand dollars in junk for the race car so that I can finish it, you know. Um, but it's nice to not have something below it. But then I I'm gonna miss the scream of the of the sports racer, but. But yeah, it seems like uh, it seems like the dude that I sent it, uh, sold it to, is having a good time. He had it out at a at like he's like showing it off to kids at like you know race car day. Now, at I've, school I've seen and, it on Facebook, yeah. like with one of our friends, but I don't know exactly who bought yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, a, a dude off uh, Road Race Autocross. Um, he uh, he's buddies with okay. Pete Limberg, who's been on the show, and uh, uh, promo and promo's buddy uh, Toad. They they were gonna drive down to Plano, Texas to drop off a Hyundai Genesis engine. And I was like, Hey promo, you wanna take this car with too? And so we put it on the back of the grid life like flatbed trailer. We got this tiny flatbed trailer. And uh they drove it down there and met Pete Lindbergh, which is uh he lives in, in he Dallas, lives near yeah. Plano, like an hour away. Yeah, and uh, and then the, the the dude who bought it is actually down by uh Derek in, in Austin. Um, and so they dropped it off at Pete's house and like the next day or two days after, um, uh, the dude, Matt went up to, uh, Pete's house nice. and grabbed it. Yeah. So. I saw Pete posting about it and it's, I was like, Pete surely didn't buy that thing. No, no, <laughs> Pete didn't buy it, but, but they were trying to figure out how to oh, start really? it. <laughs> I think Pete wanted to play, Pete wanted to play with it, but, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it, 
It, it's in Texas now. It's down. It's probably within about twenty miles of Derek. Nice. Right yeah, now. I don't. I don't even know if it's even that far. I don't know whereabouts that guy's at in Austin, but can't be too far. Yeah, the dude is kind of like me. Like he's he's like a low budget project guy. You know, like he put a a truck motor V eight LS motor into a two forty, and like he's a real DIY guy. And he's he's more autocross than track, but he does both. Um, I think the car is like a perfect fit for a dude like that. Yeah, like, for sure. And I guess, and I guess he listens to slip nice. especially so for we'll see if he for autocross because the safety yeah. thing isn't as big as an issue, you know. And, and yeah, and it's already got a, it's got the diff and the final drive for autocross. It doesn't really have the the final drive for for track stuff right now. Yeah. I mean, you can go like 110, but it's it's like set up like an autocross car yeah. right now. If you put some big, if you put some good tires on it, like it's it's ready. And yeah, I mean, I, I was going to have da- tons of fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Yeah, and it's cheap fun too. I was in Dallas that same weekend that uh promo was bringing the sports racer down cuz I was picking up my new my new U Civic and I ended up Oh, that's right. You bought that up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> me and my stepdad hooked up to my trailer and went in his truck cuz my my F250 still needs to be fixed and uh we went and picked up my I got a 2016 Civic just appliance car, you know, just CVT, just car for work. Oh, I didn't realize and, it was uh, a CVT. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I didn't know that they made that. That's a K twenty one. Yeah, right? it's K twenty. I didn't know that they made the until you bought that. I didn't know they made those with CVT. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's like a. I don't think it's like a good K twenty. It's like base base K twenty. Yeah, but they don't yeah. they don't make a anything smaller than that now that's the base motor and then there's a 1.5 okay. turbo that is shared throughout the uh they have like yeah, a, the si motor. yeah they have like a a version that goes in the regular civic and then the si but it's the same 1.5 um i'm, I'm kind of jealous of your cvt because i i my my pickup truck crapped a clutch out uh this weekend that sucks um yeah <laughs> it's uh, my dad is like, man, we just put that engine in. I'm like, dude, we put that engine in 150,000 miles it's a ago. Well, to swap a clutch too. Well, you know yeah. what? I, I think I, I think I remember last year when your like your fuel pump system crapped yeah. out. It was also insanely cold. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was like in fact, it was like about a year ago. Yeah, the the injector pump died. It didn't die. Like the nut backed off and it sheared the. Like I I hadn't tightened it right when I did when I rebuilt the pump, but like but that was like fifty thousand miles. I still miles have prior. fond memories of but, the one uh, time I got to drive that thing, man. It's so freaking cool. It's a pretty it's fun so little cool, truck, man. But but once in a while, man, I think it would be nice to just be able to put this thing in drive. <laughs> but it's a it's a, a five nine Cummins F three fifty. If anybody hasn't listened, but um, yeah, I, I pulled the trans out of that thing yesterday. It's the heaviest thing. It's the heaviest trans that I could probably lift myself. Did you do it on um, the ground? But it's, it, yeah, I did it on the ground Gross. because it's it's the truck is too heavy. It's really too heavy for yeah. the lift um, in that garage because the bed hangs off too far and you really couldn't balance it on the lift. I'm real surprised um, that none and, of and the Jimmys open- have a pit. Yeah, we don't have a pit. We probably should we should dig yeah, a pit somewhere. I'm real surprised you guys don't. I thought about digging a pit in my garage actually, but. Um, no, it, it, uh, I jacked it way up high and then James Morgan, our, uh, one of our grid life tech inspector buddies who lives next to my parents, he, uh, he helped me wiggle it out of there a little bit, but it's, it's a, the case on this thing, it's like about the size of like a regular rear wheel drive transmission. Um, 
But the case on it is like cast iron instead of aluminum. Oh, damn. So it, it weighs like 300 plus pounds. <laughs> so. It it surprised me with the it looks small whenever I saw the it, picture. It's it's not that big. Yeah, it's like the same size as a regular the, transmission, the, but it's it's not light. The transmission and you know like the transfer case is all kind of bolted together in my truck. It's fucking huge. Yeah. And it holds this Yeah, the transfer case is double the size of the thing. Like I changed yeah. the transmission oil in it uh recent or right after I got the truck cuz like the the uh gasket was leaking on the transmission oil pan and it's like 15 quarts just in the pan and that's like not all the yeah. and then there's like another 10 quarts that you can't get to unless you like flush it out or whatever yeah yeah the 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 torque converter holds a lot of fluid but um now the the the, the manual on this thing is only like four or five quarts it's not that big but but it's like it's just a straight up simple five speed with like giant fat yeah. gears. It's dead. It's a dead simple trans, which is the reason I chose it. The trans is in great shape, and uh, the clutch actually wasn't the problem. It's it's got this like uh, clutch release fork that that kind of like goes side to side, and the um, it pivots on the on the passenger side, and on the driver's side is the is the throw is the um, um, the slave cylinder. And basically, the throw-up bearing is in the middle of it, and that's what pushes on the clutch. You know, it's a regular; it's not a pull type; it's a push type. Um, and the pivot point on the passenger side is like this Delrin, like round. It's a bolt that you thread into the trans, and it's got like a Delrin head on it that's round. Um, and that thing just wears out eventually, and and then it just starts to eat into the into the clutch fork. And the clutch fork is only like forty bucks. You just buy a new one. Um, you got to take the whole thing apart to get to it. You got to take the whole thing apart to get to it. And that thing had worn down so much that I noticed over the last like six months that it was kind of hard to get into first gear if you were stopped. Um, so I just kind of made a habit of uh, dropping into first as a, as I'm rolling to a stop, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then it would it wouldn't like creep or anything, but. Uh, the uh, it it just was getting to the point where that had worn down enough, and then the throw it bearing had worn into the teeth a little bit, and then you know it just it 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 got just bad enough. But uh, um, on Saturday I was helping out a buddy of ours from Good Life Time Attack, Jackie Ding, and uh, and the Fiona. They had some car troubles, and I was helping them bring a, a car from they had they had car issues on the highway. On Friday night, right by my house, they were going back to Detroit, and I brought one of their one of their vehicles up to a shop uh, Saturday after work. And on the way home, I thought, "What is going on with this clutch?" And then all of a sudden, it was like I I couldn't get it back mm. into gear. So how'd you um, get it home? So, so I had to hop. I <laughs> I shut I, I shut the truck off at the light, put it in gear, and started the truck back up. <laughs> <laughs> and it just started going, and then I shifted without nice. the clutch. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. Um, I thought it was I thought it was the clutch hydraulics that had like blown out, so I changed the clutch hydraulics, um, and uh, and it didn't make any difference. So I ended up taking I, and I could hear the throwout bearing. I could hear like a lot of like the throwout bearing was shot. Like everything was like almost dead. Uh, so I think it's a combination of pretty much everything. Well, it's good timing though. So I assume while um, it's apart, you're just like replacing yeah. everything in there. Yep, gonna do a clutch, gonna do a new new fork, uh, gonna do a new pivot ball, new throw up bearing, uh, and then it'll have everything brand new. The clutch is you only like. Resurface the flywheel while it's all now, apart. 
I'll, I'll probably just hit it with a yeah. palm sander. It's like okay. perfect. There's no pitting. The clutch was probably only about two thirds gone, and uh, which is pretty pretty fair life for tugging a big fifth wheel yeah, trailer. Especially totally. like you're not but, doing a ton of interstate. Uh, it's mostly city. Yeah, it's like probably two thirds yeah, around you're not town. Like, so tons of you're not clutching. like one of those like over the road, yep. you know, like like expo truck guys. That's like <laughs> no, I'm not a guy that's going to be able to get. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to get five hundred thousand out of a yeah. out of a clutch because I go a thousand miles between pushing the clutch. Especially in. with that much torque, man. Um, like, I'm sure yeah. it just it wears them even faster than like just normal cars. I I couldn't believe how good the clutch looked. It was a just a factory Valair uh, style. It was like the twenty percent over factory clutch, and it it looks great. So. I would buy. I, that's the same clutch I bought again. I just bought the same one. I thought I'm, this thing's fine. I'm I'm running this yeah, clutch again. Sure. So many guys upgrade to like a twin disc, and then like, then they have to you know do, mess with everything to make it all fit. You got to shave the backside of the hydraulic arm and stuff. And I thought I'm not messing with any of this stuff. I'm just gonna put the factory one back in. It was cheap too. It was like 270 bucks. But so that was that's that's my that's problem. Your, that's right your now, mechanical woes. Truck broke. I hear we have uh, we have Austin woes. They just only have maybe. two wheels. Maybe, yeah. As of as yeah. of like what, what maybe an hour today? and a half, two hours ago. So you uh, you went out riding riding. Yeah, all like day. I hadn't I hadn't and, ridden the supermoto uh, up you know in a long time. So I hopped on it, and you didn't ride it home. Yeah. <laughs> I did not ride it all the way home. I almost made it home, not all the way. <laughs> but yeah, like all the roads are kind of crap right now up in Malibu. So I hopped on the supermoto and went up and had literally like one of the best days of riding I've ever had. Um, it was just freaking awesome. The roads were crap, but like this thing is just perfect for those conditions. Um, so I got like probably about 200 miles in in Malibu and then like started to come home and uh, I'm on cow. the freeway on like a five or six lane wide freeway doing like 85, maybe 80 miles an hour. And like it starts to kind of like die on power for like five seconds and then it just locks the rear wheel. So I pulled the clutch in and oh, just geez. kind of like let the thing coast, but it's already dark. It's rush hour traffic. It's like 5.30 p.m. Um, and like just kind of put my turn signal on and just start like coasting over to the side of the freeway, um, which is actually like very, very across, harrowing. Across how many? Uh, six, five or six. <laughs> yeah. It's like a hundred foot wide <laughs> yeah, road. It was, dude, it was, it was rough. Um, so like got yeah. it to a safe spot and like the thing just won't like, just won't, won't even crank over. Um, you know, and I let it sit for a little bit and finally cranked it over and it's just making like a racket from the bottom end. So I'm like, well, this isn't good. So I called AAA. Yeah, that's not good. No, I called AAA yeah, and they're yeah. like, that's yeah, we'll want. get a tow truck to you. Uh, it may be as late as like 8 PM. So like literally like two and a half hours. I'm like, what the heck? So I start texting buddies and everything to see if anyone's available. And, of course, like, nobody's available. Uh, Jess could have come and picked me up, but I would have had to leave the bike on the side of the road. Um, but then AAA called and was like, hey, you know, this was escalated, so we'll be there in about 20 minutes. So got to uh, – Neil was my tow truck driver, super nice guy, ex-Marine, like, lived in the south. So we got to talk about how crappy the weather is but how cheap it is, like, living in the south. And uh, get it home, get it on the lift table, and uh, I noticed the oil is, like, super, super, super high. So I pull, like, yeah. you know, the oil fill, which on the motorcycles goes, like, straight into the transmission. And I noticed that, like, the transmission gears look a little drier than what they should be. 
So that combined with like the extra high oil level, I'm thinking maybe the oil pump went. Mm. Yeah, that could so, be. So, did the oil look like oil? Did it look? I like, haven't. Uh, I haven't even drained it yet. It like it's like? a little darker than it is normally, but like the coolant looks fine, and the coolant's yeah. like up to its normal level. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking maybe like it just didn't pump all the oil up into the upper side of the motor, so everything is down in the low side of the motor right now, maybe. Might be. So, yeah. But um, I don't know, man. It, like a uh, rebuild on it with all the bearings the, and all the seals and everything is going to be like a grand. Geez. So. The, uh, is it, is there any of the, like, is that a popular bike you can buy, like, wrecked parts? Like, wrecked yeah, like, parts? I did a quick, like, scan on eBay, and a motor is, like, mm-hmm. roughly, like, $1,800 for a complete motor. Wow, that's a yeah, lot of money. so I'm kind of, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, oil pump, like, yeah, Yamaha oil pump imagine. is, that's... like, 350 bucks. But again, if the motor's trashed, like I don't want to just replace the oil pump and then have it not fix it. No, and, and it it it, uh, it sounds like the motor might need uh, machining, and the machining adds up to be like five eight hundred dollars. Yeah. So know? I might just it's, either get another motor crazy. or try and develop like a kit for an engine swap. No one's ever like successfully <laughs> like really uh, done an engine swap, so I might pull like a David Calzada. And figure out how to fit yeah. the parallel twin from the Yamaha R3 into this thing. Okay. So, is that a, are there any cheap engines like that are this that size? Um, I mean, I could probably get some like some carbureted like dirt bike motor for it, which crossed my mind. Like a yeah, little two-stroke two fifty in this thing would be sick, but then I'm stuck. That would I'm stuck fun, with tons yeah. of like service intervals again, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that blows. But how, on the Honda side, how, how you've had that bike for like what? Yeah, three had, years? Well, I bought it in twenty fifteen, so I've had it yeah. for going okay. on four years now. I bought it in like March of twenty fifteen, and dude, it's not. Yeah, I thought you got it like right around the right around the time we started. Yeah, the like I got it a little before, and it's yeah. it's not giving me like an ounce of trouble, and then all yeah. of a sudden it gives me all the trouble. So. That's the bike that is. It's one one cylinder off the R one. Yeah, so like valve adjustments are every twenty six thousand miles. Like it's it's pretty reliable. Like there's people on the forums that have like sixty seventy thousand miles on these things. Yeah. So, what does that thing spin to? How I don't even know. There's not even a tack. I just spin it up until like it hits the like the fuel cut, and then you just shift (laughs) it again. That's cool. But yeah, I mean it's it's a fun yeah, little bike, it, and you know I hadn't ridden it up in Malibu in a long time. And coming home, I was like, "Man, this is great! I'm gonna start taking yeah. this thing up every week instead of taking like the VFR or the Triumph." And literally, like five yeah, minutes, all these five minutes after that, it died. I'm like ah, crap. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's. Yeah, last week when I went up, I um I toured a Civic Type R, which was freaking impressive, man. Yeah, let's talk about that. Abe and I want to run one of to. those next. It was weekend. super impressive. Like, even just it was all stock, obviously, and then it had some like really crappy front tires on it. And even with the crappy front tires, it still handled amazingly. And it's actually has some balls, man. Like, it's pretty quick. Yeah, they seem very fast. Yeah, like I don't know. And then it has tons of space. I could. If I needed a car that I had to do everything with, like daily drive and canyon run and track day, and I like that was in the budget, it'd be literally the perfect yeah. car, I think. 
It just, it's pretty uh, yeah, awesome. like driving it, I was like, this is a Civic. It has no right to be this good. Like, this is a bone stock Civic. It yeah. has no right to be this good, but it is. I, and, and like, I, I on the show, like, probably, what, a year and a half ago, I talked about how ugly they were. Oh, and yeah, like, it's super ugly. And now I don't, no, now I don't even think they're no. ugly anymore. Now I think they're like, kind of pretty. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're growing on me for sure. Especially. They are growing on me hard, Especially man. with, like, a set of 18s. I love the when yeah. with some the white tires. white. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when they Sorry. when they have yeah. some aftermarket wheels on them that like kind of fill out the fender wells, they actually look Yeah. Yeah, the, much the right better. wheels make they look that much car. better. Yeah. Wheels and like a, a lip kit. Like it's not a bad-looking rig. Actually. Yeah, like I we took it up to the canyons and like I couldn't believe it. I was like you have to be shitting me. Like there's no way this thing is this this good. What what is it good at? Like what does it Everything. do well? Like it turns really well now. Now Turn I will in, say it does. It does on. have some torque steer, but that's okay. Yeah. Like my two buddies that yeah. stayed over after the bachelor party, they've both owned S two thousands for like multiple years. So we're like we're all coming at it, comparing it to an S two thousand, and we all agreed that it was freaking awesome. Minus like my one buddy didn't like how the throttle felt, but yeah. he also like yeah, I really anytime I started one. anytime I started driving like eighty percent in the can, he's just like, "Whoa, bro, bro." Slow down, slow down, because he was just looking off like the cliffs and seeing how big of a drop it was. He just wasn't used to it. <laughs> I've I've ridden around the uh, Road Atlanta paddock in one with you, Austin. Oh yeah, and and Matt Ferris. Yeah, when he had car. that red one. Yeah, yeah, the press car. Which I don't know, man. Like riding in it is different than driving it. Like I've ridden in them. Oh yeah, but for now sure. Now that I've driven it, it's really freaking impressive. So like I so much yeah, power even, too so and much that's, potential that's just power. stock like I yeah. can't imagine how fast one is with a tune like one of yeah the, I, I mean, don't even know what people are actually one of doing. our it speed is, ventures like one of our speed it. ventures customers brought one out bone stock minus wheels and tires like it had re seven one rs on it on some aftermarket wheels still factory brake pads and everything and he did a one fifty six at Button Willow in December yeah they, they're. That that's about what we've seen at Ginger. We've seen like low one forties, as far as potential wise. Yeah. You know, like they're so yeah. fast. So I actually I went back and yeah. you know after we turoed it because I'd seen like the Nurburgring video and like it just didn't really register. Like I watched a little bit and was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Then I got home and watched the whole thing and I was like, holy crap, man, that thing is moving, like absolutely moving. Yeah. It's it's not the fastest thing, like zero to sixty. Uh, but even then, I think like road and track registered it at, like five point two, which is pretty quick for a Civic. But but really, like yeah. that. What do they make? Like three hundred horsepower? Yeah, it's like three hundred six at the crank. Yeah, that's kind of the perfect power for like still being able to have a little bit of fun in a straight line, but also not too much on the corners. Like when I had yeah. that Grand Sport Vet, it had you know it was like four hundred and thirty horsepower or something stock um, from the factory or whatever that works out to at the wheels, but. It just it was wasn't really too much fun and like twisty stuff just because it was so fast. I mean, you, it's like boom, a lot of yeah. power. Yeah, where it's like probably, probably similar weights too. They're probably both. Yeah, both yeah. Same. I think the vet the vet might be a little heavier. Um, yeah, I think like the Civic's like thirty thirty one hundred pounds or something. Thirty one thirty two. Yeah, I think. Yeah, mine would have been like thirty three. I think mm-hmm. for the Grand Sport, uh, but that three hundred horsepower I think is right at the perfect power to still be able to feel like you're slow car fast in a little bit, you know? Yeah. 
Abe, uh, Abe picked up uh, on the way back from Ice Battle. He picked up a, a simulator rig for Forza, and he was just telling me about how much more fun the low horsepower cars are. <laughs> oh He's God. all about it's, it. <laughs> it. It's so much fun, but uh, like what it does is prove to me uh, how bad of a driver I know that I am. <laughs> like I, I was, I like spec'd out an Evo and basically built it to to match my my car and. I can't drive it. It's undrivable. And, uh, <laughs> so I decided to, and, and you know, like I'm exclusively playing road Atlantic. Cause that's like a track that I like scares me in real life, but I want to get good at it. And, um, I, I, I just finally called it quits and I was like, all right, I'm going to try an S 2000. Cause it's like lower on power. And if you can drive that, I've been told you can drive pretty much anything. So I'm driving the S2000, and I can't drive the S2000. <laughs> did you leave the little the little cheater line thing on, or did you take that down? Oh, I turned it off. Okay, good. But like the the simulator um, <laughs> is like uh, pointing out to me like habits that I know that I have. Yeah. Uh, as an example, like coming in to turn ten at Road Atlanta, I might uh, start to turn the wheel in before I've let go of the brake. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. you're going downhill. Um, the, the nose of the car is diving into the ground. And if you start to turn in the rear end of the car is just going to, what turn at the end of the straight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Now the only thing that you're missing in an S2000 is like mine, when it was on slicks, I could literally start feeling my eyes like bulging forward on the brakes (laughs) down into 10A. It was really cool. That's the problem with Sims. Yeah. The problem with Sims is that your tits no no bouncy tits. (laughs) What what kind of hardware did you get, Abe? Like wheel and pedals and stuff. Uh, no, it's it's one of the uh, the good li- uh, excuse Gidli? me grid life. Oh, the Fanatec. So that's good. Uh, that's good Fanatec stuff. Setup. Yeah, Fanatec. Yeah, it's yeah. No, but like, the wheels can, are sweet too. I can tell the difference, um, or like you can you get a sensation of the difference in weight between the two cars because, um, like, the amount of pedal pressure that you have to put to slow the car down in time is different based on how heavy the car is. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Dude, since you've got all that, you already get you a little, a little PC and set up iRacing yeah. and play with us. Yeah. I think you need to. I'm not, I'm not good enough to hang out with you guys. Oh, come on, man. He'd be the one causing all the drama that you have to take care of offline after the <laughs> event. Yeah. You guys do seem to have a lot of stewarding drama that happens the last few weeks in your iRacing league. Well, I mean, it's just like anything. They're just get the races are getting big. I mean, we're getting like 50 people. And then, you know, a couple guys are really good and put in a lot of practice and look forward to it. And then, you know, if you set aside your whole evening to do this and then someone wrecks you out, you know, you can't just reset. So. People yeah, get frustrated, Kent, you know. Kent and Cook and Tom O'Garman crash into each other like it's a freaking Saturday <laughs> night figure eight demo derby. <laughs> yeah, our, you know, our only pro drivers show up and run into each other. Yeah, we t- we told Kenton he had to sit out a week after his Daytona weekend. <laughs> you kicked out a guy with a Rolex. Yeah, he told him he had to sit out a week. He said he's coming back next week with a vengeance. I'm I'm sorry, Kenton. Um, you and your Rolex, you and your 24 hour Daytona winner Rolex. You you can you can pound sand on on Wednesday. <laughs> it's it's funny because we had been racing this Porsche Cup car or whatever, and it's like the hardest <laughs> car in the game or simulator or whatever. And uh, yeah, uh, Tom Tom O'Gorman, you know, just got his set up, and he's had it for like a week or whatever. And uh, 
he's just cussing us, telling us how crappy the car is and how hard it is to drive and how he's going to go play Forza and he hates it. And then he sh- and then yeah. he shows up Tuesday night and he's like third in qualifying. <laughs> and he's had it for a week. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, the best the best driver any of us have ever seen is the best driver any of us have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There needs to be so. a, there needs to be like a meme with like Tom's face that's like, "Hey, there's only room enough in this race for one pro racing driver." Yeah. Yeah. No, only one Daytona winner cuz he's now a Daytona <laughs> winner true. too. Yeah, it was yeah, he, so weird. Yeah, last night um, was the race, and I've I've been kind of messed up. My my wheel messed up, and my paddles aren't working. Likely story. Uh, no, it's yeah, racing. Harvey's, so I, that, that, no, I bought it. No, you're doing you're doing. This is perfect. You're doing it just right. You got to blame it just casually. Uh, I just I, casually. I bought it used, and it's frustrating because it's not completely broken. It's like half broken. So after like. When you have to turn the wheel a lot of degrees, like a real tight corner, when you straighten back out, the paddle doesn't work for like five seconds. But it's all the buttons on the wheel. Like you can't use, because like we program like our radio, you know, the mics and stuff to the buttons on the wheels. You can't use any of that and then it'll kick back in. And so I think the rim is messed up, but it's out of warranty. So I bought another one from one of our other buddies on the Facebook group, Arc Streeter. Eric and yeah. uh he, yeah yeah Eric's how you say it, Eric? Eric listens to this yeah show. uh he's going he's going he's going to hear you say his name wrong sorry like Eric 12 hours <laughs> now <laughs> i think i'm connecting the show to his to him now where i didn't realize they were the same yeah, he, person he's got he's got a he's got that green catarone oh, yeah i saw yeah, it on i saw it on yeah, snow tires he, like studded race snow tires this week yeah yeah, he he had somebody in Wisconsin build him snow tires. Nice. <laughs> it's a freaking Caterham with a built motor and it's sequential, so dude. <laughs> That's so awesome. Rad. Yeah, he get he gave me a yeah, so cool. a bro deal on an extra rim he had uh, laying around because like on these wheel bases you can just swap them around like they're quick release. How much did he charge you and, for that rim job, okay. man? Oh, dude, it's cheap. Yeah, it's like half price. What's it going right? The, everything's cheaper in Michigan, man. Everything's cheaper in Michigan. Uh, but but anyway, so so Tom was doing real good or whatever. Like after just a couple of days ago, saying he hated it so much, and he was in third place, um, trying to battling with uh, DJ uh, Allison Drini, which is like one of our guys that always wins these races, and. Uh, he was coming back through the pack, and they were they had already lapped like the very end guys, and one of them was poor Bill Griffin, and DJ and Tom both split Bill, and then <laughs> and one went left, one went right, and then Bill tried to get out of the way, and then Tom went all the way back to go back around, and these Porsches like if you uh, like you have to run rear bias to get them to stop good enough to get good lap times, but if you panic, they they lock up and spin right. And so I guess Bill just went too heavy on the brakes and spun right into Tom O'Gorman on the last lap, and he was in, like, third in our race. Oh, Tom man. wasn't happy. Poor, poor Tom. Poor Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens. It's it's a, it's a hard car to drive in that yeah. game. How many more but for anyone, do you guys have left for the season? <laughs> So that was the last one. So okay. ne- we start again next week, and we're going to be in the Miatas for the rest of the time. Nice. So yeah. we're, we're, we ended with the Miatas because they're most like the, the cars we'll be racing in Good Life Touring Cup, you know. So we figured we'd finish on finish on that. So if people, and then we're doing a lot. Are you guys going to have the announcing or no? Yeah, we're still going to have the announcing. 
Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, if people want to uh, want to join in all the shenanigans on iRacing, where can they go? Go to Facebook and uh, search in Track Midwest iRacers, and there's a Facebook group where we like share the practices and uh, when the races are and the you know how long they're going to be and all that stuff. And then you have to go in the actual iRacing and then uh, ask to be invited to the league, which is also Track Midwest iRacers. So I'm staring at my baby monitor, and I have a I have a kid that's uh, she's oh, sick. No. She's got an earache right now. I might oh. need to go take care of earache, well, baby. It's a good, good thing you're about to leave town for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, she'll probably be fine by then. She recovers from things so. F- I gotta let her cry it out. We'll see if she'll probably be fine. Uh, she recovers so fast. I don't know how kids get better and then get sick again in like one week. So now you, you and Abe are hopping they, on an airplane on Friday, right? We That's are, right. man. We're gonna late late yeah. night flight. Yeah, well, we're going to take advantage of Abe's sweet credit card uh, 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 club and uh, awesome. fly, fly the middle of the night out of, out of nice. O'Hare. But Abe's got one of them fancy credit cards that you have to like pay like $8 a year, and then you get a free bar every time you go to the airport, but it's going to be sick. <laughs> it's worth the money. Which one? Did, <laughs> Abe, do you get the Chase one, Sapphire Reserve? Yeah, that's the one I got. I yeah. just got that, like... It's the I best. just got it like two weeks ago. Ed talked me into it. Um, oh yeah, Ed. You know Ed and I. Ed has the uh, what the Amex Platinum card too. And uh, we talked about the pros and cons of each at uh, Gridlife uh, Game Night Chicago. Yeah, this is uh, Slip Angle Finance Edition. Dude, a couple <laughs> yeah. weeks ago when when Derek we had the Orange financing. County Festival of Speed, <laughs> I was running the fuel pumps, like you know, to fill up how uh-huh. people fill up their McLarens and their like Koenigseggs and stuff. I have never seen more American Express black cards, ever. <clears throat> yeah, ever. That'll happen. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I used to. I, I'm gonna, I used to see. The, I'm gonna go put my mic oop. down and go hang, hang out with this kid. You guys will hear us because I'm gonna stay on the phone call, but I'm gonna turn the mic down and get her All some right. water. So. All right. So, Talk amongst yeah, yourselves. In, in college, I sold watches for a little bit at a Torno, um, out out of a trench coat. outlet store. And I saw a bunch of those. Was that a good Amex time? Black cards. Oh. <laughs> 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 Cha-ching. Oh, so bad. Yeah, so something I wanted to talk about. I, I uh, On the Tuesday show, I shared a little bit about uh, yeah. Ice Battle. But one of the things that I wanted to call out in particular was um, on Friday night, Jason Wynn hosted me and Luke McGrew uh, for – Grill Life Steak Battle, uh, which was a dry-aged meat-eating event of most of the Wisconsin crew. Yeah, because Jason's us. a chef, right? And yeah, Jason is an extremely so good So how long did he sous vide so, the steak for? That's the main question. I, I don't think the sous vide uh, had really? been used for this event. Like, this was just like straight up aged meat and then finished on the grill at, you know, it's minus 20 outside. Whoa. He's out there. Yeah, because he, he posts up like in the Midwest 8-6 cup like chat all the time about stuff that he's been cooking. And like most of the time yeah, it's been uh, sous vide stuff. And then he made pho for for me and a couple of other people for, uh, for what, Saturday? Oh, dude, nice, and it nice was cold weather and a nice warm bowl of pho. Like it's perfect. 
Well, he used one of the bones from the uh, the tomahawk steak and just tossed it into the beef broth and just like let it cook down nice. forever. It was so good. And uh, I learned that Alex Moss used to spend an extraordinary amount of money on whiskey. Used to. What's he yeah. steal it now? Andy told me that f- for the amount of uh, for the amount of effort that he puts into his S two thousand, just think back in the day, he was using all that same money to buy whiskey. That's a lot of whiskey. That's yeah, a lot a of whiskey, of- <laughs> or, or it's very little, very expensive whiskey. I think it's yeah. both. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a lot of expensive whiskey because that dude pumps a lot of money in this two thousand. <laughs> Hi, Alex. I think Alex listens too. <laughs> sometimes listens to the show. Um, yeah, but I had just an awesome time, and uh, I think Luke McGrew now wants it to be an annual trip for him uh, cool. because ice racing is the best, and you know it's it's just like another thing that people in Wisconsin and Minnesota do during the winter. Dude, uh, and if you're not from there, it's, it's such so a novelty. Good. It's, it's so it's good. So Luke's good. awesome. He sounds more Texas than me. Yeah, he he does he does have a bit of a twang. Yeah, he got, he's pretty twangy. Yeah, the first time he's, I he's went, he's a regular I, I was, in our <laughs> iRacing racing stuff too. So we always hear him over the mic. So you're like, is that Luke or is that Brad I was Adams? So crabby. I can't tell. <laughs> Ooh, they should have a uh, like a, a battle to see who has the bigger accent. Yeah, Brad Adams would win that. battle. I don't know. Uh, I was so crabby on Sunday that I didn't do ice racing on Saturday. I, I was so crabby. It's okay. You, you got to spend well, some time uh, with the family, though, man. Uh, well, uh, the main reason I didn't go ice racing is because I had to be the chaperone and, like, the dad for my brother-in-law's bachelor party on Friday <laughs> night, uh, which mainly just consisted of being the DD, taking them from Mexican restaurants to bars. But uh, um, Did you do it in the RV? Uh, oh, you no, totally it, it ended up being, RV. like... No, I had it plugged in, was ready to go, and then it ended up only being like four dudes, and like the whole plan fell apart because the weather got bad. The plan was that my brother was going to take him up flying after work, and then I was going to meet everybody at the airport with the RV, and we were going to go bomb around to a bunch of places. But then the weather got nasty and like big snowstorm, and like it just didn't make any sense. And I didn't want to drive the RV in a snowstorm either because the RV would doesn't need to be covered in salt because it's already. Yeah, but imagine drifting that thing, dude. That wheelbase is so long; it'd be freaking awesome. Uh, It'd be so. It'd be so. uh, uh, Well, it's it's definitely not confidence inspiring when it's eighty degrees (laughs) and sunny. Um, So I don't know if it'd be a great idea, but it, it would. It's it is long enough to probably be recoverable from a slide. <laughs> so along along those same lines, I did I followed through and used my RV for a crazy bachelor party, which was oh yeah awesome. yeah. What did so, you do? With like that all of my buddies are all on the East Coast, and it's obviously cold right now. So back in August September, I was like, hey man, why don't we all go to Vegas? And we sat there and decided like maybe a night in Vegas was good, and so that's all we did. But I also looked for some other things to do, so. Everybody flew into Vegas. We did a crazy night in Vegas. Like, we got a suite at the Cosmo. I valeted my RV at the freaking Cosmo, which was freaking awesome. (laughs) Dude, it was freaking awesome. Like, rolling in and, like, six dudes hop out of it. It's on marble floor. It's really cool. Um, So we partied, and then we woke up at, like, 7.30 the next morning after going to bed at, like, 5. And then hopped in the RV and drove to the port of Long Beach and hopped on a carnival cruise for three nights. So four days, three nights that went down to Ensenada, Mexico, which was oh, cool. awesome. 
If you ever go on a cruise, wait, I've I've been on that. Cruise really, the before. one to Ensenada? Yeah, the one that left yeah, from Long it's Beach. Cheap, dude. Yeah, it's I did cheap. that one. It's so much fun. So, you, so you drove to Vegas and then back to the town that you? Yeah, like I parked the in? RV at my house and then we took like a ten minute Uber ride down to the boat. That's yeah, dude, rad. <laughs> so, like, two of the dudes were cuddled up in the like the stationary bed in the back, and like two guys were like two slumped dudes over. Up. Two dudes were like slumped over in the dinette, like one on each seat, and then my buddy Dewey was like my trusty co-pilot pretty much the whole day. So, but dude, it 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 dude, rained. Be a long drive like, coming across the mountains, it rained and was foggy and was cold. Like it was it was not good conditions to be driving the RV back in. There were like forty mile an hour, especially winds. on. Especially on no yeah. sleep. And you have all that stripper glitter <laughs> in your face. you got to wipe it out of your eyes. I would suggest, if you guys ever go on a cruise, uh, to get the all-you-can-drink package. Yeah, so how well, was the, the cruise? The cruise was amazing, dude. We were the only bachelor party, and there were like seven bachelorette parties. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was a lot of <laughs> <the> recipe. <laughs> oh, so man. It was, it was tons of fun. We hit our, like... So even though you get, like, the all-you-can-drink package, they still limit you to, like, 20 drinks, which is probably good. <laughs> we all we all hit our limits at like in between like one and like two thirty in the morning, and like at that point, yeah. like they won't even let you like pay cash for drinks. Like they're like, no, sorry, sir, like you've hit your limit, which is probably which <laughs> twenty is probably drinks good. a day or the entire the no entire twenty drinks trip. a day. Okay, <laughs> it was, dude, it was freaking awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of drinks. So it was like this constant yeah, state of drunkenness, of like the whole trip. It's been a while oh, since man. me and uh, the wife have been on a vacation. I think we're going to take a quick one this summer to one of the all-inclusive spots, like in Jamaica or something, to do that. Where you, you know, I could go for an all-inclusive. Yeah, you just pay. Yeah, you you one pay one price, and so this cruise, though, man, the cruise stuff. The cruise, even with the all-you-can-drink pass, like obviously we had like rooms in the like the lowest part of the boat, and there were yeah. two people to a room, but it ended up with the drinks. It was only like I think like three hundred and thirty dollars. Per person, that's not bad. Oh my gosh, not bad at all. It was so cheap. That's so I cheap. Get, like I've I have to spend a certain amount of money in three months on this fancy new credit card, and then I get like a big uh, reward that I can use towards travel. So, man, I've I've, I've almost spent that much on Chinese food, like taking my family out. <laughs> yeah, three hundred is cheap. <laughs> that's like this cruise. That's so the cheap. cruise is so cheap that. If I was single and I lived in LA, I think I would just live on that boat from yeah. Thursday to Sunday every week. Because it's like <laughs> all you can eat food. That would be fun. I mean, it was freaking. It was freaking amazing. And then I could just yeah, you could just go on like a forty-eight hour fast when you get off the boat, and then only like buy. Dude, one we got meal. off the boat and did not want to drink, did not want to eat anything for like three days. Yeah. So we're all like still yeah. hungover when we rented the Civic Type R, but that kind of like. It's still it it breathes some life back into us. That's a that's a long bachelor. Party, yeah, and man. like my buddy that's getting married, you know, I'm his best. That's called I'm his bender. best man. He stayed out here until the Thursday after, so he was gone for like eight days, no nine nine days. Yeah, that's yeah. a bender. That yeah, Abe is correct. That's Dude, it a was great. You guys, <laughs> you get you guys had a life changing experience. It was so good. We're we're thinking about making it an annual thing. Yeah, that sounds super fun. I want to do a three hundred dollar. You cruise. should come out and do it, man. I'll go again. Yeah, I, I bet you will. <laughs> oh, let's yeah. just let's hey, just. Adam, I got uh, something we need to talk about uh, that could be related to Derek. Mm. What's that? Um, 
We need to check our calendars. It works for me, but you need to see if you can be in Austin for Super Lab Battle. I know. I was talking to Chris about that an hour ago. I think, I think that is the weekend that Sarah booked us a weekend away. But yeah, a weekend away tomorrow. in Austin. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Which Austin? You? Oh. <laughs> you could only be so delightful. lucky. February sixteenth and seventeenth is the date. Yeah, I, I I think it's I think it's that weekend. That's the problem. You should double check. Yeah, I'll be it because uh, I, I can uh, manage it with my schedule. If we fly out of Chicago, the flights aren't terrible. Um, yeah, the flights are actually usually pretty work. cheap. But um, no, I think that's the weekend that we're doing a water park getaway with the kids. You going to like the gotta, Dells or something find out tomorrow when they wake up? We're going up north. Yeah, yeah. the Dells are freaking awesome, man. It. Uh, we're gonna stop in Gurney and do mall shit. I want you guys to come yeah. down for IndyCar. When's yeah? Derek wants when's to IndyCar. Come, Derek wants us to, to. It's in March, like yeah, that, mid March. It's like middle of March. Derek wants us to watch the slower open wheel cars <laughs> over there. Well, the Formula One tickets are real expensive, and you can only go like one place. Where Indy's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going. The, to yeah, I'm not. not I time. live here, and I'm not even going. My but, only free weekend in March yeah. is the 23rd and 24th. That's it. That's the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, March 22nd through 24th. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually Look be done. Actually, isn't there? No, maybe it's in April. April 13th and 14th, I think, is the motorcycle race there. I think, yeah, yeah, that's MotoGP. Yeah, and they they just doing like some partial resurfacing and ready because the motorcycle guys always complain about the bumps. How about this? If if Adam and Abe, if Adam and Abe go to IndyCar, I'll come to IndyCar. Pressure. That's March twenty three and twenty four. Yes, that's what two weeks before Mid Ohio. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I'm gonna be. I gotta thrash on this car, no, dude. Man. You're almost done. That car's gonna be ready well, well before. Man, I gotta wire up a full standalone and finish all the bodywork. Oh, That'll be fine. On. It doesn't have to be completely finished. Like the bodywork doesn't need to be. Well, done it's gotta to race it. It's gotta work. Yeah, but like the bodywork doesn't need to be done to race it. Adam is way I'm, I'm, ahead of schedule where he normally is as far as fixing race dude, cars. I'm, I'm already, I'm already like looking at contingency plans. Like, who can I pay to make dude, this if happen? If it's so, <laughs> if it's so cold tomorrow and you take the day off, you'll just have everything done by tomorrow evening. You have two no. full months. I'm uh, the the big the big hel- the big holdups on the on the car are the right now. Um, He's a he's a buddy of mine from uh, dseries.org, and then he 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 builds a bunch of race cars for people on the East Coast. But uh, Matt M, he's got a crank pulley for me, and he's putting a basically. I, I took a B series ATI crank pulley, and he's making me a D series hub for it, uh, so I can use like a good damper and then bolt a, uh, a crank trigger wheel onto it. Uh, when he gets that done, I've got to build all these pickups and stuff for the sensors. Sounds like an afternoon of and then work. I could, Nah, it's 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 gonna take a while, and then there's all the freaking learning how to make the standalone thing, which Dude, I'll probably just pay Mikey got to this. do. I gotta pay Mikey to do that. I ain't gonna. Do I that. mean, the <laughs> pictures of the car, it's like basically done. You just gotta hook some wires uh, up, put a seat in. We're good. You'll there. be good to go. I'm I'm I I I feel like I am like I'm under. You're the probably gun closer already, than me, and, and my car to the starts. <laughs> uh, well, your your car could be a race car tomorrow because it it runs. Yeah. But. The clutch just slips. Um, that's true. You do need to change that clutch, yeah. but I, I feel like I'm under the gun already from uh, from for Grid Life Touring Cup. 
<laughs> I gotta have this car running, man. I built this series for freaking three years. <laughs> it's gotta be done, man. Nah, you'll have it ready. But hope you can come it, for it, the Indy car race. It'd be fun. Yeah, it uh, it it the only off time. It feels like we haven't had an off season ex- nope. aside. Like we haven't had anything. The only off season we've had has been holidays, and like the holidays are not an off season. No, that's just more family time. <laughs> it uh, so like the the off season starts like on Monday, uh, and so I get to I get to hopefully focus and thrash a little bit. But Holy uh, we'll crap. see. Sorry, I. Uh, I was just looking at motors. R three motors yeah. are like five hundred dollars. That's the motor, yeah. man. That's totally the motor. Do you, it, that's a two. Yeah, it's a parallel twin. I like this. The single, parallel the single twin. makes like I don't know, uh, twenty nine horsepower. Let's see what the Yamaha R three makes. Austin Zoom Does motor swaps. Go in your. I don't know. Like no one's uh, done super it. Motor? Dude, motorcycle oh. engines though, it's like it's like, can, four make it work. like it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, you like but the you weld four tabs. The on frames the frame. are perimeter frames, so that'll be it's fine. A little forty yeah, so you get to a do that. forty-two horsepower. That's a good that's yeah. a good bump. The the only the only thing about motorcycles is they're a whole lot more sensitive to like where the motor is and stuff inside the No, they're oh, not. No, they're they fine. That'll be fine. You put the chain where the chain goes <laughs> and you're fine. Yeah, like some of these are like four hundred and fifty bucks, man. You gotta yeah, buy one of those. Get the dimensions. Totally the figure figure the dimensions out. Figure the dimensions. Go to is there do they is is Eastwood a company yeah. out by you? Can you go to an Eastwood yeah. store? Go to go to Eastwood, buy a two hundred eighty nine dollar TIG or MIG welder. I mean, and then uh, and then just I mean, start I, zapping I have shit. A, I have a MIG welder. It's just in Atlanta at my buddy's shop. Well, so you don't have no, a MIG I don't welder. Have <laughs> go, no, just go, or borrow, borrow, beg, borrow, yeah, steal. If I can figure out how to make that thing That's work do, and man. sell swap kits, it'd be super popular. You know how to make it work? You fly me out for Let's one week. Let's do it, weekend. dude. Hey, conveniently, yeah, you're going to be here yeah, this week. Let's weekend. do it. That's true, but I I don't have a lot of free time. I, and, I don't have a lot of free no, time. No one, Adam, he probably flies in in the morning and flies out in the evening. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I have a full day, a full day in the middle of like landing and hosting the event. <laughs> that is going to be weird. No, well, what? It, I'm I'm glad we did it because I don't know anything about this track, and uh, so I'm going to observe what Austin does, and then we're going to figure out how to make this event uh, feel. Oh, the special. event's going to be great, so, man! I'm excited about it. The weather looks uh, looks like kind of bad Saturday, but looks okay. Yeah, I think Sunday, it'll be fine. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to sitting at Airport Bar with Abe, and I'm looking forward to. Um, one of my buddies bit of from Phoenix things. is yeah. going to come out to compete. So he's the he's the dude you ran one lap with. You said right? Yep. And he's, yeah. uh, I mean, he, I don't know that he's going to take advantage of it, but he's the the case study that I was thinking about as we were talking about Street GT class. Right? He's got a big, heavy uh, Camaro Z28, and it's yep. completely stock, and it has big tires. So, yeah. What what, what kind of tires does he run on it? Uh, I think he was running Trofeo R's, which would put him in track mod. But was okay. that the not the newest generation Camaro, but the one? It's. I think his is a 2015. Yeah, those come stock on those Trofeos. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, 
Yeah, it should we'll be a fun see. weekend. I mean, this will be his first grid life experience, so I'm I'm interested to hear his uh, unfiltered feedback. Speaking of Camaros, last weekend at a Texas track event, I wasn't there, but in, a, in some group chats, saw some pictures. Two HPDE Camaros, blue side curtain airbags, just going around the track. <laughs> so there's a just there, driving around. Yeah, yeah like you, one was not even was just in a corner, and one was hopped a curb, and it popped. And apparently, was everybody okay? Yeah, no, there was no. I mean, there's no collision or anything. They just they just pop all the airbags just go. Well, I know, but like when when you're driving around the the racetrack and then you get punched in the head by an airbag. Yeah, no, like, no, they, everybody was fine. And like these new good. cars, they showed a picture and the airbags come out like like in your lap and on the side and they're, they're everywhere. You're in a big cushion. But there was instructors in the cars in both of the cars too. You know, they got blasted as well. Just freaking hit that thing with yeah. The, so apparently, the big like for anyone good. who tracks these new Camaros, um, there's supposedly like a, a fuse you can pull to stop it from doing it. But they're apparently they're real sensitive and they'll pop the airbags from a big curb pop or something. Two of them in the same in event. the same event, yeah. And then there was that big like viral video of the the guy who popped one on the track that was uh, driving with one hand because his other hand has uh, I think uh, paralysis or something like that. Yeah, um, that was a real. That and was then, like the first one I ever saw. But now we're hearing more of these. The, thing, more of these. Yeah, cases. and then the Corvette video of Andy Pilgrim or somebody like driving around uh, NCM, and then OnStar calls him because he thought he crashed. <laughs> yeah, so that that's a coincidence that you said that because there's another guy um, in the same group chat or whatever that was also at the event and has a C7, but it's a it's a race car now. I think he was doing comp school this weekend, but it's cage and everything. But it still has the OnStar system, even though there's no speakers in the car and everything's pulled out. I guess it's still active somehow. And he said that they tried to call him, but it wouldn't work. And so they called his cell phone, like when he come off the track. It was like, <laughs> we were trying to call the car, but it wouldn't work. Nice. He was like, yeah, it's a race car. Quit calling me. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, my Mom, I have to do this now. Void. <laughs> oh, yeah. Warranty definitely void. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh G- GM's super worried about track things, I guess, even though they're making like track monsters right out of the box. <laughs> well, as far as I know, uh, GM is warrantying like I know that the Camaro Z28 was warrantied for track use, yeah, yeah. That they, they, they've got some cars that are very good at those things. You'd think they would be better at proging, pro- programming them to like not pop airbags and, uh, in your face. What yeah. the well, I mean, if if it were a real track car. Uh, it wouldn't have OnStar, so that's true. That that new that new crazy Corvette, the supercharged one, was a ZR1 or ZL1. ZR1, uh, yeah, yeah. The fr- like twenty sixes or whatever. It rode Atlanta. The, like what the, the Viper f- ACR <laughs> went just as fast. I think it's uh, so fast. It's so fast. I've seen enough Viper ACRs drive around Road Atlanta that I would I would put money on there being some shenanigans there in that official test. Yeah, and we've had uh, time every Viper on that the we've show. ever seen that was stock-ish <laughs> ran twenty nines. Yeah, Austin, what do you know about Tom O'Dell and Viper ACR? Not a whole lot. No, Tom, o- Tom O'Dell knows he, how to make yeah, things. He knows go how fast, to make anything so. go fast, man. Yeah, yeah, he's done some things. <laughs> so I can't wait to yeah. see that guy this season. Anyway. Hopefully, they him and Kevin Wesley are coming out to some events. Yeah, they are. They uh, Tom, uh, I saw him a couple times. Where did we see him? We saw him at. He was at Speed Ring, uh, just yep. hanging out. Um, 
at Speed Ring, he was like super stoked about about 2019. Um, I think we saw him at PRI too. I can't remember, or maybe SEMA. So. But yeah, it's like the happiest guy in the paddock. And then he's also like the guy who's. It's like him and Gary. Like we know, like two of the weirdest, <laughs> coolest old school racer I know, guys. Great. Um, and they and they know each other because Tom used to like drive the semi truck when Gary was working at some place in Germany. But have either of you <laughs> talked to Gary after Daytona? Yeah, I texted with him afterwards. Uh, yeah, they they uh, they went out. Uh, I think they went out at about six a.m. the the AMG that they were campaigning with P one Motorsports. But they uh, they got a but they got a batch of bad fuel, yeah. I guess. But yeah, we're, I want to have I want to have them on the show. Uh, well, see if soon. it was called the Mercedes PMG, they would have gone out in the afternoon. Uh, that's true. The, the AMG. That's it. they they stayed true to the name. <laughs> yeah. That was really crappy. Well, I am. Uh, That's a terrible <laughs> joke, Austin. It's a terrible joke. No, but but totally fitting of eleven p- eleven p.m. What is it by you? Nine nine p.m. By me? Yeah, it's nine. Yeah. It's nine here. So Taco Bell's still open. Yeah. It's still got many hours. Yeah, yeah. I think Taco, Bell's Taco open Bell until one around here. Uh, pretty late. Yeah, before we started before we started recording, Austin was like, "Man, I'm like depressed. I want to go get Taco Bell." Oh, I forgot that wasn't <laughs> on the recording. <laughs> like, like I've I've never been depressed and thought, "Damn, I need some Taco yeah, I need, Bell." I need some comfort food right now, man. <laughs> I eat Taco Bell I, I th- about once every four months, and then regret it, and then it takes me about four months to forget. Yeah. And then I do it again. Well, I mean, I'd love to go get some Vietnamese food right now. I just don't want to go too far from the house. That's how depressed I am. Uh, you should go to Whataburger. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I can go yeah. to In-N-Out, though, bro. So can I. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can go to Mexico. So can I. Very quickly. I think it's three and a half hours that's from here. That's not bad. Yeah. But uh, I think your part of Mexico that you would be getting it's into much is nicer. probably... Much nicer, yeah. <laughs> Much nicer. <laughs> and they have this place called Papa's and Beer, which is where we went on the bachelor party. Uh, the big one's in Rosarito. We went to the smaller one. But, like, you can pay to have people, like, flipped upside down and, like, tequila poured in their mouths. It's kind of cool. Interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it's so bachelor so party. <laughs> that type R that you rented from Turo, I want to hear about, like, the actual renting of it. Because the, part of the reason why I bought this... Uh, appliance Civic is I want to try to rent it out on Turo. Like I specifically bought it as a work car, but I'm going to try to put it on Turo and make money with it. And if I can go positive on it, I'll buy another one. Yeah. So I think I, I think I told you like, you know, offline, like when I was renting from Turo, uh-huh. that the place I rented from has like 50 cars. So it was like, are they are they all like cars like Type R's and like fancy cars uh, or like probably just probably half and half? Like they had like two okay. FRSs and an Indy Miata and a Fiat, um, whatever one twenty four. Uh, then so they quite had quite like, a few manual transmission cars. Then. Yeah, so like the manual transmission cars, it was weird. I showed up and like they were like, "All right, cool. Like you're all set to go. Last thing, uh, you got to take a test drive with us around the block to make sure you can uh, drive stick." So I was like, "Okay, fine, yeah." Whatever. So, but yeah, I mean, it was super simple. And like when we returned it, same thing, super simple. What did they charge per day? Uh, it was a weekday rate was like 79 a day for the Civic Type R. That's I think so the weekend yeah, was like 99. Bad. That's not bad. No. So, and yeah, it, but I mean, if you think about it, you know, if you, you know, Type R is like what a used one right now is like 33. Mm-hmm. 
and you rent it out for 80 bucks a day and say it rents 20 days uh, out of the month, that's good money. Well, I did I did the math, right? So, like, the guy that I rented the car from um, mm-hmm. has had, like, 15,638 trips on Turo. Like, uh-huh. people have rented from him that many times. So if you do the math, you know, even if that was just like a single day at like an average rate of like 40 bucks, like it's a significant amount of money. And that's it. A one yeah. day at 40 bucks. So, yeah. you know, he's he's definitely making some coin. And like as soon I have, as I returned the Type R, I returned it at 12 on a Tuesday. Somebody was there to rent it. That's awesome. Yeah. I think California is sort of the um, where it all started. And I think it was a little bit bigger there, but it seems like it there's. A lot of cars with a lot of trips around here in Austin too, so I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, you, you my look apart- at, it you look like, at like the Turo's pretty big. You look at like the demographic in Austin, right? Like a lot of like yeah. younger people that are tied into like tech and working in tech. Yeah, and a lot of people move from San Francisco to here. Yeah, you know. So any well, and, and you got to look at like a destination too, like people are tourists. Yeah, I mean, go, yeah, a, a lot of a lot of conventions yeah. here. A lot of people come. Here I mean, for just stuff. I would I yeah. would follow like Uber or Uber's like route, right? So like figure out what cities they went to and you know at first as their main target markets and look at those markets and see if you know there's potential there i'm sure austin was pretty pretty high up on the list as far as cities yeah that got, well i mean you can, you Uber. can go on Turo like you did and look at all the trips you oh, know yeah so i did that and i mean there seems like there's enough i have my apartment complex has kind of a like a way bigger parking lot than it needs in the back and so I, I could probably put 10 cards here and no one would care. Derek's <laughs> going to end up having like four post lifts out there and like. He's going to be running a Turo <laughs> Enterprise operation straight out of that thing. It's going to be awesome. Derek's going to make a 50K a year renting out a bunch of shit. You could probably make more than that, man. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> I, I think my idea in my head is to get enough revenue off Turo to where I can have a shop. So I have somewhere to put a bunch of shit i don't need that i haven't bought yet yeah a bunch, a bunch of race of cars that you need. cars no nah. <laughs> cpo baby he's gonna have he's gonna have cvt's falling out of his well, ears my, my plan is to just place. buy certified pre-owned cars and just trade them in whenever that runs out bunch of rubber band transmissions blowing up all over the place people calling <laughs> him for toes that uh the certified pre-owned warranties are really good like the one the car i bought has a. Uh, Hundred thousand miles, five years. Oh, that's not bad. How many miles are on it? Huh? How many miles are left on the warranty? Uh, another eighty thousand. Wow. Yeah, so it has. It's a twenty thousand mile car and hundred thousand miles, nice. five year power. So that with that warranty thing. only goes to a hundred thousand miles for the car, or a hundred thousand miles in your possession. Hundred thousand miles to the car, oh, I okay. think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eighty thousand miles is still a lot of miles, but yeah, car. that's a lot. Yeah, and. Uh, the other, like the higher end manufacturers, are even better. Like I think Porsche is two years unlimited miles. Wow. Hmm. So, a a yeah. Boxster is in my in my brain as something that I could use for it, but also kind of have fun with whenever. Oh, I I didn't tell you guys I have a Boxster. Wait, now. what? Oh, yeah, what? <laughs> so um, what year? So my, uh, it's like an old one or something. Uh. Uh, the, uh, there's a box that's been in my building for like a year. Um, my, my neighbor down the street, he, uh, well, not my neighbor, it's my wife's, it's my wife's mom's cousin. She built this big, beautiful house down the street. Oh yeah. I've seen that place. She got, yeah, 
she got remarried and the dude is like, you know, he's been a Wall Street guy. He used to manage like the Merrill Lynch investment fund and he's he's a he's a rad dude. Um he he's got a, a bunch of like old Mercedes, like Pagoda Mercedes like 70s oh, like stuff. like collector stuff. Um Yeah, he's got a few of those and then he bought this Porsche Boxster for his uh for his father-in-law, his old his ex-father-in-law. Who he's still like good friends with, uh, and uh, and it just like languished down at this guy's house in Florida, and he took it to the actually it probably didn't languish. It went like one mile to the golf club like five times a week, you know. Um, and then he brought it back up here, and he hasn't done anything with it. So I put a new battery in it the other day, and he was like, "I would love to drive that thing, but I don't have any place for it. Do you have a place for it at your house where I could like walk over and drive it?" And, uh, and I was like, why maybe I, I did just sell a race car. I do have a place for it sort of. <laughs> so, uh, so we might have a deal where I have uh free unlimited access to a Porsche box. How does he feel about ice uh, racing? And then, uh, he's into whatever he thinks grid life is the coolest Dude, put thing a in lift the world. on that thing. Let's take it ice um, racing. It, uh, I need to buy myself some studded tires, but yeah, so I might have a, a a car to drive well, around. I'm going to sell the sell the Beater Civic and, and not have Hold a Beater. I'm browsing around Tura right now, and in my area, um, there's only one Evo for rent, <laughs> and it's, does it have 550 wheel is horsepower? It, is it the is it professional awesome Evo? Because that'd be hilarious. That would be awesome. Professionally um, awesome. It's it's got it's five stars. It's got twelve trips. Um, it's 350 wheel horsepower, but the rental fee is 160 Ooh. a day. Yeah, that's why yeah. it's got 12 trips. Well, 12 trips is a lot around here. There's not that many that have tons. Yeah, I was looking in Chicago. It seems like I downloaded the app, and in Chicago, it seems like the average for trips is like three. Man, like it's just here, not, there's, it's, it hasn't kicked off here. It's all over the place. There's a couple Civics like mine that have like 180 rides. Um, yeah, and they're price low, you know, like thirty nine, forty dollars. That's where I'm going to put mine at. But it's all over the place. Like I looked in Houston, and this one blew me away. It was a an O four G wagon with the newer wheels on it, and it had like 150 rides at like 160 dollars a day. Yeah, because everyone wants to show Holy up cow. to the strip club and a freaking everyone wants G-wagon. a stunt. And like an O four G wagon's like a like thirty five thousand dollar yeah. car. Yeah, it's yeah. cheap. Just a lot of, a lot of, and then there's another guy that had that had three 2018 Chevy Sparks, so that's like the Econo Chevy, right? Like uh, it's like the Yaris of Chevys, I think. Yeah. And he was he had them all three of them different colors, hundred rides each at thirty three dollars a day. So it's more like the I Yugo actually I had a Chevys. customer this weekend that brought out a new like like 911 Turbo S that he had gotten from Turbo. Uh-huh. Yeah, and like the dude that he rented it from knew that he was taking it to the track and was cool with it because he got like the full like full coverage insurance. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Uh, that's why. Like it almost made <laughs> it. Yeah, like the conversation, like the recap of the conversation that I heard from the dude. Like the dude actually almost sounded like he was hoping that this dude was going to wreck it because <laughs> so he, he had get out from under it. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, it's so nuts. Well, I, it, that seems. I think a, G- a GTR so would be a good one too, for the rental. They're cheap now. Yeah, you could yeah, probably get like good, mo- big, good money for that. What if, what if that's what you yeah. did for my biggest hesitation about this would be like, 
letting someone who isn't good at driving stick drive the car? What if they? Well, that's why it? you had to like yeah, take yeah. the test drive. Yeah, you got to take the test drive. Well, that doesn't mean that they're not going to go out to the next stop sign and try to be Johnny Sixty well, Foot. Uh, obviously, that's what the insurance is for man. <laughs> yeah, like, auto- automatic Liberty Mutual cars. covers all of it. Yeah, uh, uh, up to hundred hundred twenty thousand dollar car. If if someone went out and they just exploded a trans, that Liberty Mutual would just yep. pay for it. If they got that, if they got that insurance package. Well, and if they if didn't, they didn't, then it'd be on the person. But Turo has all of their credit card information. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, you like so I've done. I listened to a few like entrepreneur podcasts and stuff um, about Turo, and apparently, like, there's a big umbrella policy that Turo has. And then they take a percentage uh, based on what you sign your car up with. And if you have your own commercial okay. insurance, then they don't take very much at all. Um, but, of course, that's really expensive. But if you use their yeah. insurance, which is what I think most people are doing, um, it covers up to $120,000 cars. Um, and, but they have to be 130,000 miles or less. Like, you can't put anything on there with over 130,000 miles. And then... You have to take like pictures. You have to take pictures of everything on the car before you rent it. Oh yeah. And then when you then when you get it back, you have a certain amount of time to make a claim. So like if you don't if something's like if they wrecked it and you don't get to it soon enough, then you're screwed on that. You'd have to claim it on your regular insurance. Yeah, that was yeah. another thing. They took pictures of everything um when I went to pick the car up. All the time. And one of my buddies may have messed up one of the wheels, and I may have sharpied it in. Um, may have. And your friend, yeah. Might and then have. I, I look back in the pictures from when we picked it up, and like <laughs> we, I may have sharpied more in than what we actually did. <laughs> so it might have allegedly. Been yeah, your friend, my, my might friend. Have I know it. a guy that might have sharpie, sharpied, sharpied it. In. it. Yeah, you know a guy. You know a guy. Well, I'm so I'm, uh, we're I'm looking forward to for trying what, that. An hour yeah. and thirty. Yeah, I'm going to Taco Bell. That's Screw you guys. Show. Yeah, Ooh. I think we're done. I think we're done with the podcast. I need to go to sleep. I mean, I could keep going. <laughs> Derek's Derek's the two hour man. He's we should just all hang up, and Derek can just keep recording. His file's longer than everyone else's. Yeah, Derek. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Derek's there might have so been much, some noise in the so middle there. My wife woke up off the couch and I had to relocate from the bedroom to the couch and move oh, on. That's my fine. Junk. Yeah, I heard. I heard her come yeah. in and yell at sudden, you. I heard it. All of a sudden, a, a wild Alex appears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she like turns on the bedroom fan. Ooh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. That was It'll the happen. bedroom fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was her biggest fan. It's okay. Good vibes either way. Uh, Can't complain. <laughs> Life is good, guys. Life is good. Well, I am very happy that uh, I recorded this. It's just what I needed right now when I was feeling down. I, I am not happy that your bike exploded, but I'm I'm happy that we might be doing yeah, engine swaps. I, I, I think it's something I really want to look into. So. Uh. It it or, or just uh, well, like what's the bike worth if you just sold it like right now like a thousand dollars? I hope not, $500? dude. I'm not going to sell it that way. Like running, it's worth like four with the extra set of wheels and tires. Yeah. Four, yeah. maybe forty. Yeah, they they sort of bottom out between thirty five and four and kind of stay there forever. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, you should probably fix it. Just fix yeah. it or upgrades. Upgrades. Yeah, I mean, if too. I can put the R three motor in it and get another like 
13 horsepower, like, I think this thing would be perfect. I think you need an R1 motor. They're not that Yeah, big. we can make that work, too. R1 motor is only like $1,000. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely yeah. going to do my research. You need 175 horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that video? Probably not, but there's a guy that, like, put a Gixxer 1000 motor in a dirt bike. And like made a video about it and just like tearing stuff up. It's on YouTube. It's freaking awesome. Oh, there's dude, also dude, a super... couple guys that put dirt tires on street bikes and like off road. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I've seen super those. bikes are so insane, man. They're Motorcycles. So... Have you ever are rode one? No, but I've listened to my sp- my so sports racer car. And it was crazy, dude. I going up the straightaway, Gingerman. Like I pulled John Coster in a K twenty four Civic, <laughs> which is like an eleven second yeah. car. And like I, I passed him like, and I looked over at him and I thought, this is a bad idea. Like that, that Civic looked huge in this car, but man, Superbike Motors got power, dude. <laughs> Superbike Motors, are yeah, neat. they do, man. They make a lot of power and they make good. Now noises. imagine, imagine a Superbike Motor think, that like isn't a bike that's usually four hundred pounds and like a two hundred and seventy pound chassis. No, oh, it'd be a really yeah. good time. It would be a, de- oh, dude, a death. Oh, so awesome! Right there. I, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't even need gears. Yeah. You could just use first gear everywhere. Yeah. It, well, everything would be. You'd have to start in third. <laughs> everything would be a burnout. Yeah. All right, go get your Taco Bell, right. Austin. I'm gonna hit stop, and we're gonna. Oh, 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 you know what? We forgot to talk about Abe is getting his Evo fixed again. Again, That's true. Did you Did you get any news on the Evo? He's, he brought it up to Andy Smedegard to get it fixed at ASM. Uh, yeah, I took it to ASM, and uh, on. What was it? Saturday night, we tried to unload the car off the trailer. And uh, on Friday, it started right up perfectly from my house. It had been sitting in the garage. No hesitations, just literally fired right up. And uh, on Saturday night, it was like minus 15. And no we starting. tried to start it up on the trailer, and it was completely Yeah, dead. and it had that wind chill <laughs> factor, too, of you driving it in negative 15. Freaking. So under the hood, yeah. it was probably like negative 140. Or sorry, negative forty. Well, yeah. um, everything was rock solid. So, like from the time that I uh, got north of Milwaukee, I stopped for fuel in Milwaukee, and in the fifteen minutes following that, like stop for gas, the temperature went from like minus two to Wait, minus twenty. Why did you go 20. through Milwaukee? You didn't go through. Uh, Rockford? It said it was faster. Oh, interesting. Um, well, I had to stop in Chicago oh. to get some stuff. Okay, for that makes battle. sense. So. Um, yeah, the car was like completely dead, and Andy jumped it with like a, a giant jumper pack, and uh, started it enough that we like rolled it off the trailer and parked it. So he uh, he said That's it's too it cold; he's not working on cars right now. So <laughs> good for Andy. <laughs> well, so I, I didn't I didn't know if he had diagnosed anything or the, not. But. A couple of days, but um, I don't know. He's uh, I'm sure he'll figure it out. I told him I just want the car to be good again. And uh, he was like, yeah, we'll take care of it. Hopefully Abe will have a good Evo nice. soon. It, I hope uh, so. It would be nice. It would be nice to have it all done and solid. And then well, we can, after then we can having spent it. some time in Luke uh, McGrew's uh, Subaru, I mean, he's he's got a built motor, big turbo swap. And it's like it's subdued when you're just like driving it around. And that's at this point, that's kind of what I want. Like it's that's kind of what you have. You just need to have the car perfect. It's I mean, just a different yeah. tune would make it yeah. very subdued. Well, yeah. I mean, I, if Andy was talking about just installing like a a little toggle switch, um, kind of like hidden down in a in the center to console, maps. and it would just 
No, I mean, it would just uh, deactivate the boost control solenoid and it would just yeah. run oh, on wastegate. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It might be, it might be something worth doing. It's just like a, a thing to just drive around. I'm going to put, I think I'm going to put the stereo back in it and I'm going to put like all the trunk liner and stuff. And I kind of just want to have a car that I can do. Well, it's probably going to be more reliable than your damn car. Jeep is. That's funny. Yeah, no, yeah, I th- I think that's your best bet for it. Make it a yep. sweet car. Make it a yeah. I think car you'll you'll enjoy it like again. Drive like, and place nice place. Like to in my S two thousand, when I had a loud exhaust and like the interior was all stripped out, I didn't really like driving it on the street very much. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, that was dude. That was when I was like twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, it was like yeah, four that days. Was like ago. when I was super young. <laughs> yeah. Four days ago, when I still had three of my four yeah, running man. motorcycles. <laughs> You'll fix it. It's gonna be fine. At least you had a good day driving. Oh, dude, best day ever. Completely worth it. Like, yeah. My wife it's was right. actually pretty. Surprised. We saw the picture. Oh yeah, dude. It was nice. It was real nice. I love California. Too bad you're not coming this weekend, man. Canyons, canyons, canyons. You you still can. But no, I can't because I'm. Spending my money Friday to order the stuff to do the stage one operation, fix the tow truck, fix the tow pig, yeah, change so. all the up pipes and the down pipes. The and first the thing I'm pipes. doing is reselling the fuel bowl, high pressure oil pump, and oil cooler. So all the stuff to do that is like a couple hundred dollars. I'm gonna do all the O rings. Yeah, stuff? I'm gonna do all the O rings. New. I already got the high pressure oil pump lines. I got upgraded ones. And I'm doing all the up, up, uh, all the uh, O-rings and plugs and everything, so it won't leak anymore. And uh, I'm gonna do all that, and then start it, and make sure it runs again, and then I'm gonna order the up pipes and do those last. Nice. Too much yep. work, Derek. You gotta finance your, finance yourself in a brand new truck. That's what you got. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck a If they were like thirty grand, I would, but they're sixty. Yeah, I know. Brand new trucks cost like like twelve hundred dollars a yeah. month. Yeah, and that's for like a diesel one with. I don't like, know how anybody. That's buys a diesel four by four with like vinyl floors at sixty. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a sixty thousand dollar truck you can hose yeah. out. Yeah, I mean you can get a, a a newer used one for sixty, a nice one, but got me sixty, dude. I could get a nine ninety six GT three for sixty, sixty five. Man, I could, Fuck. I could freaking buy a house for. I could buy two houses for oh, sixty. He couldn't hear. Yeah, definitely couldn't where Austin is. No, like sixty won't. No, you, sixty you might could, get you like a year of rent around here. Yeah, that'll get you. Sixty like, will get you like one little square yeah, in a the ten by uh, ten piece you, of sidewalk. Yeah, it gets you a hell of an RV. Yeah. You could live out on the street though. Heck yeah, man! Yeah, a lot of people do that, doing. right? Yeah, like in Venice and stuff. Yeah, they're everywhere. Park. But those are like super shitty ones. Mm. Like super so, well, shit. If I if if I drove out there in my RV, would would the people be like, "Oh, that's a cool." He's like a real person. Like <laughs> you, you would look more respectable than a lot of like the broken down ones that are parked in Venice. Nice, nice. Awesome. For some reason, <laughs> every once in a while, I see those. Have you ever seen those like mid eighties uh, Toyota Tacoma before they were Tacoma? Yeah, but the, they make RVs the dolphins, out of them. Yeah, the freaking dolphins. I don't know what they're called, yeah. but they're really they're really popular in Austin. Every time I see those things, I'm like, that is something Austin would totally yeah, live in. They're freaking in great, dude. And yeah, they man. they also came in four wheel drive too. It's a lot yeah, more I've rare. Seen but... Some of those. 
Yeah, there's like a sun dancer, and there's uh, uh, like the most popular one's the dolphin. It's called the, the dolphin. dolphin. Yeah, going for a swim. Yeah, flip out, man. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling bad for Abe. I'm feeling bad for Abe. It's midnight thirty. We need to put his. We need to put that little sweet doctor boy. Right. I'm so I'm so sleepy. Eastern Tom <laughs> so sucks. His body chemistry's off. Yeah, man. Eastern, oh. especially Abe's Eastern time. He's like twelve miles east of me, and he's in Eastern. Time. <laughs> that sucks. Well, that's... He's like he's like ninety miles south and twelve miles east, and it's Eastern time. They don't even know what they're doing down there in, in Indy. It's Indiana, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's more than corn. There's more than corn in Indiana. There's inbreeding. Well, I guess we'll <laughs> catch up again next week, unless there's going to be any yeah. other shows come out next week. I don't know. Yeah, we'll probably record something in California when Austin oh, that's and Abe are there. And, I think and we'll pretty much stuff in California worth recording. I think we're so. going to talk shit that Derek's not there. We'll just talk about Derek and how much is how much is uh, you know everything that he has is terrible. We'll have we'll have person. a nice sleepover in the RV. I'll introduce you guys to the RV. Yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping I get to crash in the so Austin you can be area. where I once was. Actually, with an with an air mattress, yeah. I can sleep you, Mike, and Abe. Yeah, oh, man. and there's enough room. There's well, enough room for an air mattress too. Me and Abe don't take up much. If we're sleeping, me and Abe take up about the about the room of like one. And somebody nuts to butt. Somebody man. can sleep in the uh, the reclining butts. driver and passenger seats too. Oh, that's where that's where we'll put Jamie. This is really it feels really roomy. It's it's way smaller than yours, Adam, but it feels more roomy inside. Yeah, when the, the when the slide it probably open. is. Yeah. 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 It probably is. My mine is the mine is like the an exercise and in inefficient use of space. So. Yeah, you guys are gonna love it, it's man. Not the best. I'm excited. I I'm i I'm ex- I'm excited to see it. But. All right, man, I'm gonna hit right. stop. I'll see you guys on Saturday, minus Derek. Hi, oh, buddies. Sad. See, See you, dudes. Later. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pit City Grid Live to say hello. Hello.